Want to see some dinosaurs? Unbelievable. Want to see Eden? Come on, it's almost time for the show. This is the Creation Museum. Prepare to believe. Well, Liz, here we are. The big moment of truth. Wow. Increíble. <laughs> Buenazo. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Let's do this. <laughs> Troy, keep up, girls. Told you, Izzy. Sometimes you just gotta think bigger. <sighs> it sure is good to be back. All right, everybody, this is Duke White. You're watching Real Life with Duke White. We are here at the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. It's the same group, right? Same organization. Same organization. Different locations. Oh, right. And so we're here with Tim Chafee, and uh, we're going to be talking about the who, what, when, where, why, the whole scoop on what the Creation Museum is. Of course, you guys know uh, we are trying our best to get families to be invested in the things that God is doing, the creative things, and we want to show the power of family, of what family can do. Uh, we just almost saw my son tear down the camera. <laughs> and so I told you it's in there, it's in my head. But because it's another dad here, I had to play it cool. <laughs> but my son is like, I can only imagine what he would have done if I had broke his camera. Anyway, um, I saw the construction. Uh, that it shows the, the construction screen of the Noah's Ark going up. Um, first of all, how long have you been a part of the the Creation Museum? I've been here for 13 years, okay. as of last week. So, oh wow! I have not regretted it at all. It's uh, been such a blessing to be a part of what we're doing here. Um, I get to do for the last 10 years now. I've been doing the writing for the exhibits that you that you walk through when you go through the Creation. Oh Museum. wow! go through the Ark Encounter, uh, me and my team were responsible for doing all of that. And, uh, yeah, and so you've been here for 13 years total, uh, and so you were here when it was pretty much brand new. Yeah, I came here, the museum was about three years old when I came here, and then uh, I was part of the team that was building the Ark. I didn't do any of the construction, otherwise it would have fallen over, but I... Yeah, yeah, You're right, right, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm that guy, I don't, I don't do the construction, you don't want me working construction, yeah. So I'm giving ideas and then I work with the people who make all of these incredible things, I can't draw a stick figure very well, yes. but all the people I work with are incredibly talented. You are like the white version of me, like I, I can't do any of that, I can't, I can't draw, I can't, I can talk, that's all I can do is do else. So I, 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 how amazing for you was it to see this come to fruition? Oh, it's just, it's. It's such a blessing to be part of it um, because we see so many people coming in every single year. We get about a million people a year coming through the ARC and about half that coming through the museum every year now. And just as a writer, who wouldn't want to have the opportunity to, to research and write the things that, that are going to be impacting lives for eternity? Yeah. And then when we get to read about testimonies and people send in their uh, testimonies to us. Or one day when I was down at the ARC about a year after we opened I was walking out of the ark, and there was a man who saw my, my badge. And he said, do you work here? And I said, yeah. And he said, I just need to tell somebody. My, you see that guy up there? That's my son-in-law. Uh, while we were on the third deck of the ark, my son-in-law just gave his life to the Lord. Praise God. That, that's wow. why we do it. All, all of the blood, sweat, and tears, all of the super long hours, all of that's worth it when you hear that. Because that's all yeah. what it's about. And, 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 and it's hard to get people who, who kind of don't know the other side of ministry. Maybe like... 
I tell people all the time that there's a difference between church ministry and like responding to a calling because it's it's the same thing that there's a difference between working for a corporation and then building something from the ground up. Wait, speaking of building something, <laughs> that's exactly what Noah felt. Did, 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 I tell people all the time that I feel like the story of Noah uh, is one of the most neglected stories in the Bible. I think the reason why is because, um, one, I think we got way too familiar with it. Yep. And it, it, it causes us to think we just know how things went down because we get the story. And two, I, I think because there, there's a lot of vagueness there, right? And I believe that this is where the argument of creationism and evolution kind of, it's that time period that, that everyone's kind of arguing over. I noticed that right off the gate, you guys challenge that argument. Greetings, fellow business owners. I'd like to pose a question. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the pressures of meeting the digital demands and the time-consuming processes in our technologically advanced modern society? Don't lose hope. We're here to provide assistance. With decades of experience, our team has successfully achieved our clients' objectives, catering to various entities such as small businesses, international organizations, churches, artists, and more. At Bright Herd LLC, our commitment lies in aiding you to transforming your brilliant concept into reality. We tirelessly work to fulfill your requirements for mobile apps, game development, and digital web development, ensuring safety, security, user-friendliness, and most importantly, illuminating your bright message clearly. As a Bright Herd client, our ultimate goal is to see your success and satisfaction shining brightly. That's done on purpose. Oh, absolutely. We, we don't want to hide people from evolution, we don't want to say, no, don't ever talk about evolution, don't study it, you know, stay away from it. We want you to know what it teaches. We want you to know what evolutionists believe works and all, because there are all sorts of problems and, and really what people need to understand about this whole issue. When you're looking at whether it's creation or evolution, we have the same facts. We have the exact same fossil, the same tree, same plant, we study the same things, but we have different conclusions because we have different starting points. We're starting with the Word of God, the Word of one who knows everything, who has always been who doesn't change, who told us what he did, and he can't lie. So we're going to start there, and if you look at what the evolutionists believe, they're following the words of men, intelligent people usually, who are trying to explain the world a lot of times apart from God, and their views change constantly. We, like every week we read a new article, this changes everything we ever knew about evolution. Yeah. So why would you make that your foundation if you're constantly changing? Yeah, I, I get that argument. Well, I get on our side, too, even when it comes to the translation. Like, you can't translate. I'm like, there's a difference between translation and changing the entire fundamental belief system. Well, yeah, and what, what they'll say is, like, oh, you, the Bible is just a translation of a translation of a translation. Yeah. No, it's a translation of the original language. The, which the, you can the go Hebrew see. Yeah. The Greek. It's yeah. Not a, it's not like it's going from Greek to Latin to 
Arabic to something else and then to English. That's not what's happening. Yeah. From Hebrew to English, Greek to English. You know? And you can literally, if you want to go back and see the origin, you literally can go back and discover it that way too. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's so interesting about it is that, like you said, there's nothing to hide with us. Uh, and I... I I had a, the privilege of interviewing someone who doesn't believe what we believe, and when it came down to that part, when you know about going back and learning the Hebrew, they, they said, "Well, we're just not interested." <laughs> I was like, "Wait, you can do that? You can do that?" That's you know, but but I I do notice on the believer side though, I will hear a lot of believers say, "I don't need to know the Bible. I just have the Spirit of God." How do you deal with that? So. In one sense, that's true. Like, in order to be saved, you don't have to have a lot of knowledge. You don't have to be able to defend everything in order because salvation is not contingent upon how much we know or how much we can do or right. how long we've done all these things. It's have we placed our faith in Jesus Christ alone? And right. If you have, saved. But that's not what Jesus doesn't call people to just get people saved. He called us to make disciples. Disciples right. are supposed to be like their master. The disciples are supposed to be like Jesus. We're supposed to be like Jesus. And he knew a lot. He knew right. anybody. Like God. <laughs> so we're supposed to be striving to understand Scripture to the best of our ability and to share that truth with others. And, you know, we have different abilities. Some people, like I've been blessed with the opportunity to study for years and years and years and go through school and even get my job for 20 plus years in ministry study God's word and teach it and I, and I love that but I'm going to be held accountable for how I handle that versus somebody who maybe is working in a factory and doesn't have as much time to do the things that I get to do yeah. and, and God's going to hold us accountable for what we've been given but every believer to some level should be using the mind love the Lord your God with all your heart soul mind yeah. and strength and, so and, and you know and I noticed that um a lot of people get intimidated by the knowledge of secularism. Because if you look at the presentation, uh, the presentation looks solid, it looks real. It, it constantly reminds me of Moses and the the, uh, his, the Egyptian oh, priest. With, yeah, with the Pharaoh's magicians. The Pharaoh's magicians, you know, it's oh, like, yeah, wow. They can, they can they're pre- yeah, and, and, and it's like, Moses, you just came in off the streets looking kind of bummy, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, you know, these are the priests, these are the high priests, and they got themselves together. You know, it, it, it always looks like we're the underdogs. Do you think God does that on purpose? Hi, my name is Darren Moore, and I am the owner and founder and instructor, of course, at More Cyber Ed. More Cyber Ed is a very unique cybersecurity training program. Are you looking for a job? Guess what? We provide job training for you. In just 18 weeks, we have two courses. One, Cyber Fundamentals, which helps you to learn all of the basics of cybersecurity. And then number two, which is Security Plus Extended, which helps to prepare you to take the CompTIA Security Plus certification exam. Now, after you complete these two courses and after you complete your certification exam, you are qualified to walk into a job. Now, it's that easy. Now, is there a lot of work in there? Yes, but guess what? You're worth it. Isn't it about time that you invest in yourself? Make sure you check out www.morecybered and click on that free preview. It's a course designed exclusively for you in mind. Check it out. What do you have to lose? Your future. You can gain it and create your destiny.
Current FM has good news. The FCC has approved our application to triple our radio signal. We get to go up in power. We've been praying for this for so long, but we can't do this without your help. We are asking you to help fund this power increase as we'll need to buy a bigger transmitter and antenna. The price for these items alone will be approximately $75,000. Can you help us reach the amount needed so we can quickly get the power increase up and going? You can easily donate securely online at CurrentFM.com. You can also send in a check to Current FM, 3500 Virginia Beach Boulevard, Suite 201, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23452. We are nonprofit and tax deductible. It's because of your prayers that we received favor from the FCC, and we can't thank you enough for those prayers and for your financial support through the years. Help Current FM in reaching more people and seeing more lives changed in the years ahead. Well, he does say in First Corinthians, talk about not not many mighty, not many noble. Not, because if you think about in in a worldly way of thinking, we. We pride ourselves on our achievement, on our wealth, on our knowledge, and knowledge puffs up. Um, and yet, God says, "Those who humble themselves." You know, we are yeah. to say, "I can't do it. I've I've messed up over and over and over again." So I'm I deserve God's wrath. I deserve His judgment because I've sinned against Him. God, I can't save myself. Save me. That's yeah. what it is. And and people don't want to do that because of our pride. So, so it's really the people that are smart enough to say help. It, that's exactly right. Yeah. The, yeah. The people who have come to the end of their rope and said, "I I know I can't." Yeah, you can do it. You've done it. So, so that means that, that you don't believe that there's really a competition between us and them. It's just, it's just that there's a difference between the world and those that are proclaiming Christ. Oh, absolutely. When we when we opened the ark on July seventh of twenty sixteen, we had protesters down there from like the uh, American Humanist Association. I think that it was it was one of the atheist groups, and they were holding their national conference in Cincinnati that week so that they could come down and protest at the ark. I had the privilege of going down there and chatting with some of the guys for about three hours and when I was getting ready to leave I had a buddy say no you can't leave yet we're going to give 20 of these guys a tour of the ark and you got to lead it so I got to lead 20 and then there'll be 21 atheists and agnostic protesters through the ark on open day a lot of them are bloggers and uh, you know, vloggers and radio yeah. show hosts and, and here I am taking them through the ark and sharing the gospel doing a Q&A with them they're not dumb people and they're, right. they're not my enemy they're people who are made in the image of God yeah who are worth pursuing with the gospel of Jesus Christ because, man, they're going to live eternally. So, so, yeah, no, 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 no. When I was walking through the, the museum, uh, I, I was having that thought, like, you know, I, I need a place where atheists can go and say, okay, let, I, I don't really, I don't really trust the Christians. They all look weird to me right now. If I, if I can just have a place where I can go and and see what they're talking about, you know what I mean? That's what you guys have really provided us here. Because when I think about atheists and how they see us with all of our issues, with all of our own division, it's not like we're, we uh, did everything right. You know what I mean? No, you hit the nail on the head for me right now. I've just been talking with people over the last week about, you know, Jesus says, all men will know you are my disciples. Yeah. If you fight over every little detail, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. And man, do we get that wrong so often? We, we uh, do a better it goes back. I think that that pride puffing up goes back to that. Uh, you know, because even when you 
come to Christ and you know that how you were in the world and it's like the fact that God can use you, you still have to stay humble because you can you can veer off very easily. Um, and I think atheists do need a safe place where they can come and kind of think on their own and gather information on their own and just because when I think about how children grew up watching us. Uh, as, as their predecessors and then, you know, believers, and they're watching this, they're going, they're, they don't, they're not acting like they really believe this thing. And then they hear something that sounds more consistent. And, it, and when you do your time in the world, you're like, you'll see worldliness, you'll see sin on a consistent basis. Which can look inviting. And, right. And can be fun for a season. But then when you're like, so where is righteousness? You don't see that. Right. Uh, or it's, just, it's not, it's known. And so, um, I think that's the issue. And, and so you guys, have, and of course, then when you see, um, obviously money, when you see people invest in science museums that doesn't include God, doesn't include creation, uh, but then we have this where it's like, wait, this competes. This is not, guys, this is not something shabby. This is, you need to be here. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is, this is the real thing. So you guys, uh, that, now I do know there's some controversy uh, that we do have to, to deal with in modern modern culture. Sacred or secular, ain't no division It all belongs to the one who was risen And to him who strengthens me I can do all of my enemies something ridiculously Forever in favor, you never get rid of me Check the steeds, how I breeze through him Cause the flow, they ain't got that energy But the message speaking Chinese to him I can't let him slide, devil hands on him Got him full of pride, if I come for him Then they finna hide, put the fear of God And I'm petrified, I'm vexing Let me testify, I was in the grave Problem rectified, now I lie Why I get electrified, catch demons in him Get them exercised, cause my inner sanctum Won't be jeopardized, cut my inner Circle had to sever ties. It ain't no surprise that I'm still here by the grace of my God and the tip of my spear. For real, for real. High kick, high kick, low kick, low kick. Stay switching up like I'm low kick. Trust on trust who don't know me. They don't know the half of my story. Only my God get the glory. Only my God get the glory. Only He know what is for me. So only my God get the glory. Trust, trust, trust. Nobody. I don't trust nobody but God. Too many imposters. They go from bad to worse. They go from bad to worse. Trust me. Trust, trust, trust. Nobody. I don't trust. Turn their head like a dokey. Vanity is all vanity. Black. Check my adversary, they could never break me in and think it's the brink of insanity. Yeah. How I spit it be sounding so heavily, don't it? I'm in the whip turning donuts, spinning circles round opponents. Living that life better slow up. Call on his name, he gon' show up. You sure? Hamashiach, hallelujah. We just say the non believer. They out here selling their soul to the devil to get to the riches. He been knowing how to cheat us. They don't know who to trust. They can hear his voice, but they don't know that it's Jesus. Can't ride out with anybody. I need real soldiers. I know some of y'all freeze up. I go above and beyond in my call of duty. I'm a Overachiever, okay. I jump in the spirit, see me get the wave in my arms like an open receiver. Yeah. My only fear is God, that's my whole job, so I know who's controlling me. I keep his commands, they be finessing the word, trying to make it fit who they be. They fumble the bag and envy how I'm getting it. I'm in their head, living rent free. I tell them God did it, it ain't complicated, but you know how them symptoms be. 
So I keep that cannon open on the dresser Cause the mold testaments resonate I beat the statistics, all I do is win So you can put them V's in my resume Victory, high kick, low kick Stay switching up like I'm low kick Trust on trust who don't know me They don't know the half of my story Only my God get the glory Only my God get the glory Only he know what is for me So only my God get the glory about you know the bible and the jesus white or black and you know when i hear people do the whole you know it, okay first of all you got just as many people saying it doesn't matter as it, many people as it does what do you guys say about when when that racial stuff comes up or the so, mo or modern issues yeah, come up? A, let me let me answer two questions there's right. one jesus was, uh, he was jewish <laughs> probably more like in between you and me like right. olive, like brown kind of thing <laughs> Dark, probably dark hair, dark eyes. That's about accurate. Yeah. yeah um, and I don't. So I don't think he's real light colored like me or darker. Like I think he was somewhere in between that. But ultimately, that doesn't matter. He, he is a descendant of Adam, as you are and as I am. He became one of us, a human being, and he died on the cross for people who look like yeah. people who look like me, not for one particular people. But we are all. If you look from a biblical perspective, we all go back to Adam, and after that, we all go back to Noah and his wife. Yeah. That would mean we're all related. So yeah. from a biblical perspective, there's one human race. I saw that. And to me, that is so important to understand because this world will do everything it can to divide us. But whether it's Have you always believed that? Have I always believed that? Yeah. yeah. I, thankfully, I was raised in a family that my parents taught me that from a young age. Yeah. And so I've always, I've always held that. Because, because I remember that being the original way we were taught, you know, and then somewhere down the line. You know, I don't, I don't know how old you are, but I, but I know some got weird in the like the two thousands. All of a sudden, I started hearing these different things that were not family, and I'm like, wait a minute, when did, when did that happen? That we were. I think what happened. I don't want to get too political here, but I think you know there were a lot of. You got hijacked. Sure, sure, there were injustices in America based on what people would call racial lines. We, we don't yeah. use that term because we're all one race. Yeah. But, um, you know, obviously in the 1800s with, with slavery and everything, right. wrong. But even in the 1900s, you get Jim Crow laws. There was a lot of stuff that went on that was bad. And then the civil rights movement, things started to change. And I think things were getting so much better. When I grew up in the 80s and into the 90s, things were getting so much better. And I think from a political standpoint, certain people thought, that's not good. We it got hijacked. And, and we yeah. Need to keep well, I just know that the church seemed to always, besides schools, was leading the way in unity. Mm -hmm. People started worshiping together. You started seeing the, the, the this melting pot come together, and then all of a sudden, it, you know, and I and I agree with you 100 percent that politics kind of, uh, but you do kind of see that in the Bible too, where it was always a. Pol Politicians, biblically, politicians have never gotten along with <laughs> well, followers of Christ. Politicians about what can I get for myself? Right. So many people going. I'm not saying they all go into that region, but man, if you are not completely solid, it's going to be hard enough to be bought. Yeah, but yeah. If you look at the Jewish Gentile thing in the New Testament. How many folks in the New Testament are dealing with that issue? Where yeah. Peter's still struggling with the idea that Gentiles can come in. And I saw that. Later, yeah. And, and, and what's interesting is that Paul called him out, yeah, and 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 I think that's what I think you guys are also doing that at the same time, except with action by being here. It's like, wait a minute, you know, you're not saying dinosaurs didn't exist because I've heard believers kind of trying to represent the faith. Mm -hmm. 
it's like, right. Many of them drown in the flood. Two of each kind were on the ark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I, I think that's see. I think, think that's the issue is that some people didn't want to offend God, so they. And this is what I think honestly happens: they don't want to offend God, so they shun away from science because science is so stable and safe, and they're just trying to say that God can do anything and so they communicate in extremes but i think they they really do mean the same thing you know um in a lot in a lot of places you know and then, and then of course when i look at american christianity and how much we already don't like school so it's like now you do your time 18 years of go, having to go to church you get a chance you're like and i don't have to learn this you know, and then you kind of out, and then technology, and I, and I think the church for the first time, I, I don't think the church had, had really ever been challenged uh, mentally before, you know, like like for, for the for the minds of the people. At least in America. Yeah, in America, you know, for like... Yeah. I think the early church was facing that quite a bit. Oh, right, the early church was, but I think that when you start seeing the, the birth of technology, and then, you know, talk shows and other forms of entertainment started coming in, where before people knew if you wanted to better your life, you better get yourself in the church, find a way, you know, and then that, that changed. And we didn't have anything except the church. And you guys built something where now we can come to and say, wait a minute, God put all this effort in. I, I do want to ask you, where, where did you guys find people or how did you guys find people that were so in tune with God and space and the universe and math? And you know what I mean? How did you guys do that? Hi, I'm Robert Shepard. America has approximately 580,000 homeless people. My area of Virginia estimates 5,783 people living on the streets. A Google search can show the homeless number in your state. You can make a difference. Please send a message that God loves the homeless and has not forgotten them. Go to www.comingsoonjesus.org and click on Fundraising. Purchase the Coming Soon Jesus t-shirt or hoodie. The CSJ team delivers the shirts and hoodies to homeless shelters, churches, and even directly to the homeless. Together, we can make a difference. Together, we can help the homeless. Please go to www.comingsoonjesus.org. Purchase a t-shirt or hoodie for the homeless today. God bless you as you bless the homeless. I, I, well, I would say God did it. He, he brings the right people at the right time. You can ask so many of our uh, the people who work here. You know, how, what's your story of how you came to the Creation Museum or the Ark Encounter? You know, I worked with a guy who wanted to work as part of our team, and we wanted to have him. Our, our boss said, "Yeah, we want this guy here." But and he, told, he interviewed him. But he said, "You know, we don't have money for you." The guy packed up his family, five kids, moved from California to Kentucky without a promise of a job, worked um, for like a ten-month. Uh, stint at some other place. The day his contract ran out there, our guys called him up. We didn't know his contract ran out. He said, hey, we've got the money. Are you still interested? And it was the very day that, it, that he ended the other job. And so there's so many stories like that where it's obvious God has been preparing that person for that job at this time. And I see it in my own life, but we, we see so many people that's that work so here. Cool. And it's so fun to be a part of it. Man. So let me ask you this. Like, do you see math as spiritual? Math? Yeah. Um, I like math until you get to 
trigonometry doesn't yeah, no longer yeah. Okay, <laughs> it, it, so, so this is my brother. This is my brother right here. This is my brother. You, but but the reason why is because when you look at science, you know, it, it's it, people always feel like it's either one or the other. Oh, no. You can't be spiritual or and you know choose intellect no. or you know uh, science. You know, where where do you think that comes from? I think I think there's a lot of a lot of factors at play. You you do have the in our culture. A lot of times, the, the scientists are the ones saying, "Oh, faith is just something you do privately. It's not for the real world. It, it's it, it's you can have your own private faith, but it doesn't impact the way you live, really." And so there's that kind of thing of trying to keep us in in the dark, kind of. But right. you also have the mentality that you were describing. There are a lot of Christians who are like, "There's no way I could be as smart as these geologists about the rocks, or as smart as these astronomers about the about the stars and about math and everything." Yeah, maybe not, because you're not called to do that. But you can understand basic things about certain about each of these things if, if you put in the time. Right. And ultimately, it doesn't come down to can I outsmart the geologist about rocks or can I outsmart the astronomer about stars. And I'm, I mean, those two examples because they're probably my two weeks there. But if I can understand that when God's word speaks about these things, on day four, God made the sun, moon, and stars. There's astronomy, and it's accurate. Um, Noah's flood, flood of this entire world would laid on all of these layers of rock filled with fossil dead things those are most of those are a result of the flood pretty amazing right wait till you see what's inside This is the Creation Museum. Prepare to believe. <laughs> 